0: talking about something a little different. We are talking about our relationship with money. Um, I wanted to talk about this because I was recently listening to one of my coaches talk and share her thoughts on money and I just was thinking a lot about how much my mindset around money has changed and shifted uh as I have done work on myself and gotten coaching and how I used to really, really have a lot of fear around money. And I just realized all of you today listening to this podcast, like haven't, might not have had the same opportunity to hear, um, these different thoughts and mindsets on money that have like really changed my life because it's not something we normally talk about. Um, And so, I wanted to share those with you guys today, specifically just thinking about holiday season and Christmas coming up. And I think, as fun as this time of year can be, it's a time when we tend to spend more than we normally do. There tends to be more fear around having enough. And so, I really want to make sure we talk about that today. Also, If you stay tuned till the end of the podcast, I have a fun special announcement and a fun gift giveaway that I'm doing that you want to make sure that you catch at the end. So first thing, I think it's important to understand is money is literally just a number money is a number that we see in our bank accounts it's a number of you know pieces of paper of currency that we might physically hold a number money is a number and that number the only reason that it matters to us is because we are able to use it to trade for goods and services that provide value for and enhancing and creating our life. And this might seem kind of simple, like, duh, yeah, that's why we use money. But I think it's really important to remember that. Because I think it can be very easy to get focused on seeing a certain number, having a certain number for the number in and of itself. And some people, especially again, if you deal with anxiety or have had a lot of scarcity around money in your life, maybe that's a message you've gotten from your parents maybe you've had times where you have a hard time making ends meet or you just fear that, we will often tend to hoard and hold on to and keep as much money as possible as um, a way to protect and keep ourselves safe. And we won't allow ourselves, we minimize using our money on things that will enhance and add value to our lives. And so remembering that ultimately, the reason that number in your bank account matters is because it can be used for things that add value to your life or value to those around you. That number in and of itself is literally just a number. Now, I know there's so many emotions that are tied to it. So that kind of brings me to the second thing, which is money actually doesn't make you feel anything. What? We all hear that phrase that money can't by happiness, like that we can't be happier because we have more money. Um, but we don't actually believe it a lot of times. I think very often subconsciously we have this thought of once I have blank amount of money, then I will feel what, what is it that you want to feel? What is the number that you think you need to have? And what is it you think that will make you feel? You might think if you can save a certain dollar amount or make a certain dollar amount, then you will feel more happy, more secure, more confident. But yet, there are people in the world, like let's say you want to feel safe. I think often when we have anxiety and we have a lot of fear around money, that really is what we want, is we want to be able to feel secure. And so our mind says, if I have so much money, then I can feel safe and secure once I hit this certain dollar amount. But there are people in the world who have millions of dollars in their bank account but still feel insecure, that still feel afraid, that don't feel safe, that still feel like there isn't enough. One of my colleagues actually used to be a financial advisor and she literally would see this, would see people with smaller dollar amounts in their investments or smaller dollar amounts in their bank account that would feel calm and secure. And then see people with these millions of dollars that were freaking out about their money and worried that they were going to run out of it. They didn't know how to feel safe. That... Having lots of money did not actually create that security internally that they were craving. Now, that's not to say that having more money is going to make you feel freaked out, but I just think it's important to know that that's an illusion. Whenever your brain is telling you, once I have more money, then I'm going to feel blank. And then I will feel peace. Then I'll feel happy. That that is an illusion because whatever you're looking to feel is a mindset. It's a thought process. It's knowing how to cultivate and experience different emotions within your body. And a number on a screen can't automatically create or take that away from you. You might maybe feel it momentarily, but if your brain has been trained to constantly be in scarcity mode and think that there isn't enough, you will constantly find that. You will constantly experience that and that will always be your reality no matter how much your financial position changes. And that is why working on your mind and emotions is so crucial because that is how you can create Those feelings you are wanting to feel. Money, as much as we would love for it to be that powerful, it's just not. Money can't make you feel safe. You have to be able to do that. Next thing, a mindset about money. Money in and of itself is not good or bad. It's a tool. Who's heard that money makes you a bad person? That if you have money, then you are wrong for that. Um, or maybe on the flip side, you've gotten the message that people who have money are better than people who have less. We we hear so many stories about it and about money being good or bad, that having it makes you bad, um, that... Having it maybe makes you better than other people. And we add a lot of morality to money. And one thing that I think is so powerful to look at money is to recognize money is a tool. It is something, again, that we're using to help create value And have the things that we want and need within our life as well as to be able to contribute that to others. And the money itself is just the means, the vehicle to do that. Your car isn't good or bad. It's just a tool to help you get the places you want to go. Money is the same way. Money doesn't make you a bad person or a good person. Money just gives you a means to create more of what you want in your life. Money will amplify more of the person that you are. And what that means is so often I think we see people, we maybe judge other people for how they use their money. And think that they are, you know, that they are contributing to the world in a way that, you know, they're they're harming the world with the way they use their money or that it's wasteful. But one, to recognize our own judgment of how other people use their money, but also knowing that money is just amplifying who that person already is. So... Having more of it doesn't change that. Like if we already are showing up in our lives in a way that is scarcity and fear or selfish and greedy or whatever the thing is, getting money doesn't make that go away and it doesn't make it a thing either. It just amplifies it. If we already are very self-centered and greedy, having more money will just create the opportunity to do that more. Or if you are someone who is charitable and giving, more money will just amplify that as well. So that is another thing I think is so helpful to remember because I think we can have a lot of judgment and shame about money because we connect it to our morality. But again, remembering is money is a tool. It just amplifies and gives us a way to accomplish what we want in life. Okay, next thing, and this is a big one that I have learned from my husband, um, is money spent on other people is never wasted. That there's no such thing as wasting money. Whenever we spend money, we are giving it. Like, yes, we receive value for it. We receive our service. We receive something. And, you know, maybe we're more or less satisfied with it. And I think we tend to get really fixated on that of, did I like the thing or whatever? I spent it on enough to justify and make it okay and good that I spent it. But one thing I think can be so freeing is to recognize that when you spend money, there is someone on the other side of it who is receiving. There is someone's livelihood, someone's job, someone's um, family that you are helping support. And that to me is just like really opened up like that when I spend, it's not just about me. It's about being able to give to someone else and that whenever we whether it's like buying a service and being able to receive value in return and we're giving to whoever we're buying from but also like just giving to give that that is not a waste of money and that it always comes back around and because I've had so much fear with money I remember times um in our marriage where my husband would want to be generous and would want to give and I would freak out about it and I would shut down. My story was always that there wasn't enough right now and that we needed more before we could give. And what my husband knew very innately was that there was no amount of money that then we would reach the point where we could be generous and that giving was part of who he wanted to be. And that if we wanted to be that kind of, those kind of people that that had to happen all along the way. And that ultimately like money that we give to other people is never wasted. And so I just want to offer that as you know those of you like maybe that might have some fear around holidays and spending money and gifts is remembering that like money is never wasted being spent on loved ones and friends and that you are you are creating something and experience in their life that's going to bring them joy that whoever you're buying from, that you are supporting that business and them being able to to create joy for their families and support their families. And that ultimately, in some way or shape or form, it will come back to you. And that you aren't just losing it. That it's something that you are giving to all these to other people and it comes back. And so that I think can be really freeing if you notice yourself getting into fear over the holidays and spending. Um, And that actually kind of leads into the last thing I wanted to share. And I wanted to share it with a story. um, And I I might have shared this before on the podcast, but I had so much fear around how I was going to pay for college. So much fear. And... I really, really spun out about, um, just what I was going to do and how I would have enough money and had all of these like terrifying horror stories about, um, what would happen if I didn't have enough and yada, yada, right? Lots of anxiety around my money and how I would have enough to pay for school. And I would worry and worry and I would talk to my mom about it and I would, you know, try to do all the things to make sure I was good and work really hard. And um, and my mom had a moment where she came home and just said, Mikel, I just had a feeling that God's going to take care of you. Like he's got you. He's, I don't know how, but he's going to provide for you. And I was like, oh, that's nice. But how? How's that going to happen, right? Immediately, anxious brain jumps to, how are we going to be taken care of? And I didn't know how. I didn't know what was going to happen. But, you know, continuously, like, took steps to find ways to, um, to create and pay for school. To create money and pay for school. And... What I found, a lot of the opportunities that came for me were little tiny scholarships here and there. It was scholarships here and there um, that I wrote essays for. I would write all these different essays and I would win $500,000 here or there. And that ended up um, being something that made a huge difference in my school. And um, that really strengthened my faith in believing that God is always providing for me. That um, even when we don't know how the future is going to unfold, that God has got us and he's taking care of us. And that's kind of the last point, the last mindset around money that I think if we can truly believe this, it is transformational. Which is, we don't need to figure out the future. We don't need to figure out. And like, obviously... We can make plans and prepare with our money, but ultimately, we don't need to obsess. We don't need to overanalyze. We don't need to make sure everything in the future is taken care of because what I have learned and seen is in every present moment, God gives us what we need. God provides for us. I've seen that time and a time again, and... When we get caught up and wondering what's going to happen in the future, what we're saying is like, I need to control this. I need to control my financial situation in the future versus trusting is that God will take care of me. I think of this story with the Israelites and how they would try to collect more manna than just the day they would try to get extra. And it would spoil. It wouldn't stay good. And I think so often that's what we do in our lives. As we start trying to collect and prepare for and protect ourselves. And make sure we have the food we need, metaphorically. Right? Um, In days to come. Rather than trusting like each and every day we're being given exactly what we need. Um, And I think this is true also emotionally and mentally for us as well. So... Um, and I want to challenge you guys something that my coach challenged me and which is finding little ways to, to give back, to be generous this holiday season and, um, trusting and believing that God's got you and that you're going to be okay. And the last thing that I just wanted to announce that I'm really excited about is, um, is my coach challenged to find ways to be generous. And I, remembered something that I had totally forgotten about, which is back when I was in college and really stressed about money and how much those little tiny scholarships made a huge difference for me. And I remember promising myself that I was going to find a way to, that I was going to be able to return the favor and pay that forward to someone else in school who needed the exact same thing. And with that said, I'm really excited to announce that we are going to be running our very first essay scholarship contest. I have wanted to be able to give back, just like how I received so many scholarships in a way that was so helpful for me in college. So we are doing a $1,000 essay contest. It'll be to write about anything relationship anxiety related, love related, Things that you've learned from the podcast or just experiences you've had. Um, I want to hear from you and have you tell your story or what you've learned and how you've grown. Um, so very open, very broad. Um, details to come on it. I'm going to give you all a link soon if you are interested in applying. It's going to be open to graduate and undergraduate students. Um, and I'm so excited to be able to do this so looking forward to reading and hearing what you all have to say i love you guys so much and i will talk to you guys in the next episode bye